1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: It's time for the Parkins Playoff Show with your host, Danny Parkins. Live on the Odyssey app in 670 The Score in Odyssey Station.
3: Third and goal, the snap to Hurts. He tries to crowbar his way in over the guard. Touchdown! Hurts has taken it in. Shot by his teammates from behind. A one-yard touchdown run by Kalen Hurts. And now he has passed Cam Newton for the most rushing touchdowns ever by a quarterback in the regular and postseason
4: combined. Well, I don't need to say too much. I don't need to say too much. We put all that work in. Um, everything that we have kind of had to overcome, so we were playing for a lot.
1: Fourth and one for the Chiefs, they break the huddle. 3.59 to play, first half, 6-3 lead for Kansas City. Went for it 12 times during the regular season on fourth down, got it nine times, moving pocket. Mahomes, looking, right side, throws, end zone, touchdown, Travis Kelsey!
2: Patrick Mahomes with a strike and he delivers 14-yard score, and the Chiefs add to their lead. The win is amazing. It's one of the best moments of your entire life, and you uh, you take away all the positives from that. But that loss, that stings. That motivates you for years, and uh, that's what it's done for me. is It's motivated me to be back in this game again, um, and I want to make sure that I can have that winning feeling, not that losing one, because that, that losing feeling is one that you'll never forget.
0: Good morning. It is the Parkins Playoff Show on 670, the score. The voices you heard. First, Jalen Hurts, then Pat Mahomes, the two stars, the two MVP candidates, the MVP winner, the MVP runner-up, and the stars of this Super Bowl, which you'll be able to hear later on today on The Score. It's like pregame, all day, all week, for two weeks. And in some ways, with both teams being the 14-win regular season one seeds in their respective conferences... In some ways, this matchup has been looming for the better part of this entire NFL season. Best team in the AFC, best team in the NFC. Both teams have gotten here. Unbelievable storylines on both sides of the ball. A true toss-up Super Bowl. But before we get into any of the football, um, I heard the previous show with Jason Lockenford from BetQL on the station, and... They were talking about all those different foods for their Super Bowl party. Right now, I feel like just going into that Aaron uh, Rodgers darkness retreat. Just, like, sit in a room. But, I mean, I, I would bring a TV so I could watch the Super Bowl. But, like, other than that, just a just like nice, quiet, dark room. Sometimes the Super Bowl party gets overwhelming. Too many people there can't hear the game, can't focus on the game, get taken away from the game. Mike Francesa always says that if you can't if you're not watching the Super Bowl with anyone, you're a loser. I'm like, if you're not watching the Super Bowl with anyone, you are smart. It's a darkness retreat. Yeah, you are you are a hero. If my mom's coming over, my sister's coming over. You know, we got some Chiefs fans in the family. My mom's side of the family's from Kansas City. We uh Steph and I, my wife, met the, met there, so she's a Chiefs fan. She's got my my kids in Chiefs gear. So we'll we'll be at Chiefs' house. We ordered some Kansas City barbecue. Uh, that we shipped here. So that's where my money is. That's where my rooting interest is for today's game. But I'd be just fine on that darkness retreat, if I'm being totally honest with you. Got to hear him. Got to gotta, gotta hear Burkhart. Got to hear Olsen. Got to get locked in uh, to the game. But it's fun to have a true toss-up Super Bowl that we'll talk about for the next couple of hours. And then it's you better, you bets, countdown to kickoff with Nick Costos. And Lockie Lockerson. The concept of the show is simple. I talk football with my friends and you. In about 20 minutes, Andrew Filipponi, my co-host from First and Pod, going to join the show. Carrington Harrison, my old co-host in Kansas City, talks to Pat Mahomes every week. He will join us at 9 o'clock. Ben Heisler, Chicago kid, gambling expert, will join us to go over the prop bets uh, coming up in a little bit. But Dave Wanstead also qualifies as a friend. He was so pumped to break down the show X's and O's on the Parkinson Spiegel Show this week. You know, we got out the whiteboard, he got the marker out. He was talking about defensive formations and the entire thing. And here is how Dave Wanstead, one of our best friends, sees this game going.
5: That's why I love the Eagles. We'll get into that later because I they're, they're my mentality. They're tough. They're physical. Offense, defense, run the ball. This is an interest. I mean, in my mind, thinking it's the old school versus the new modern razzle-dazzle. This is the matchup this week. Interesting. And the thing that I am going to be anxious to see, as we know, Philadelphia, let's talk about their offense. They are the best in the league. I mean, one of the best in the league running the ball, but they're also best in the league in third down and manageable okay yeah they're the the, best running team in the league but they got to be manageable third down so to me most teams you say oh third down is going to be critical not in this game for the eagles to me it's first and second down they have got to make some yards then but here's what kansas city likes to do on defense you will see they like to bring that safety down in the box versus run teams they're going to play which means you're going to be one-on-one on the outside. The biggest thing I think that the Eagles got to do to win this game is Jalen Hurts is going to have to make some throws one-on-one on the outside to Devontae Smith and to A.J. Brown. That's the deal there, just because they're going to force them to do it.
1: I agree with um, Danny's <clears throat> aside of interesting in terms of the old school versus new school. What do they do that's ingenious in terms of Sirianni and that offense?
5: Go sign or draft really good wide receivers. <laughs> no, I mean, they got a, a first-rounder and they got a, yeah. a pro bowler and A.J. got So those short throws turn into long games? And they got a tight end that really... Isn't far behind Kelsey. I mean, this Goddard kid, who Philadelphia yep. Dallas Goddard, the tight end. Yep. This guy, if you're not covering him, he can beat you himself. Okay, so so they have weapons, and Jalen Hurts has options. Okay, so it's uh, so if you're gonna run like that, you got
1: to have great weapons.
5: Yeah, and and I think all you can ask for if you if we had Dan Marino sitting here now and we said Dan, you're gonna have one on one coverage, seventy five or eighty percent of this game. He would laugh at us and say, We got this one, you know, order hit yeah. my ring size. I mean <laughs> I mean, truly. I mean the great quarterbacks would do that. Aaron Rodgers would tell you that. You know, you got A. G. Brown and you got him and you got one on one coverage. And got, the run game enables you to have that one on one coverage. Yes, that's the key. By getting in a defense yeah. where it's not a secret that they're gonna be one on one out there. Your quarterback's got to make plays. That's what's going to be the difference. That was the question mark, and, you know, that's why. And I love Jalen Hurts. I tell you what, this kid has overcome more than any player in this Super Bowl. I promise you. I mean, being benched basically at Alabama, saying you're not good enough by Nick Saban, and then saying I'll work on my game, and Nick tells this great story of him staying after at night. And then when you're getting ready to get drafted two years ago, the pro scouts saying the first question they asked him, Will you be willing to play running back? Will you be willing to play receiver in the NFL? And for him to overcome all that and be mentally strong enough, I think there's more to this kid than we've seen.
0: I don't think the Chiefs all year have seen a running team like Philly. They played San Francisco, but San Francisco was banked up. It was McCaffrey's first game. And the Eagles haven't seen a passing attack like the Chiefs have. And when they did, when they saw good offenses this year, they gave up 35 to the Lions. They gave up 33 to Green Bay. Green Bay was not – but they, but obviously Aaron Rodgers right. is a good quarterback. Right. They gave up 34 to Dallas. Dak had 350 passing yards in one of, one of their two games. And the rest of their games, I mean, they kicked the crap out of people. But you just look at the teams. It's the Vikings, the Commanders, the Jaguars, the Cardinals, the Steelers, they haven't the Texans, yet. The, and they haven't really. But when they've played good quarterbacks yeah. or good passing attacks, I've given up a lot. They've given up a lot and had to win high scoring games. And so I, I just. But the, whereas the Chiefs have been, they've had to play Buffalo no. and Cincy and like the good and, and Herbert, like the good quarterbacks. But they haven't been faced with like a real pound you football, uh running team, so I I think there's going to be a lot of points scored in yeah. this in this yeah. game.
5: Yeah, You're, that's a great point. I agree. The competition—that's probably the only thing that concerns me in this game. I bit. mean, when's Is, the last time Philly was tested? Philly hasn't been tested like like uh, obviously like Kansas City has. But I'll tell you what, Dallas look, towards it, the end of the year, Dallas you, with three weeks to go in the season. When, when you look at this closer, the way that the Eagles will rush the passer in that. How are you gonna help your quarterback a little bit? And you're gonna help your quarterback with the tight end and running back. Well, I don't know if Kansas City can afford to have Kelsey in there banging around helping on pass protection. He needs to be out there, right? So I, I think that's oh, an adva- that's an advantage right there for Philadelphia. If you
2: could pick one Kelsey to give Justin Fields, you taking Jason or Travis? Um,
5: that's a good question. Oh, that's a good question. Hey God, how can you not take? Uh, Travis, Travis, you know, because Jason, I, I feel like Jason is one of those special centers, a leader and badass, and can pull he and lead. He is coach. He is a badass player. Right, this guy, they when they pulled him in that San Francisco game. I was amazed. I mean, he he was out there like a fullback, uh-huh. and uh, that offensive line for Philadelphia, Kansas City hasn't seen. I tell you, I tell you what they got to do though. They they got to move big Chris Jones inside. Let him play tackle, and just let him get in the backfield as much as he can. Hmm. If he does that. How do you? I know how you stop an option team. You stop a quarterback re-team by getting penetration and throwing the timing off. Ha. That's what they have to do. There
2: you go. I, I, I we'll have time before the draft, but I want to find Justin Fields his Jason Kelsey. I think it's massively important. Somebody who's a badass and a leader and can pull if need be, can do all those things. And there's some guys out there in this draft
5: that might be that. Might be. Let's talk about the other side. The Eagles are going to, they, they can play. The, the advantage of rushing four, and that's all I did for the most part my whole career. But you say, what's the advantage of that? Well, you, you have to have good pass rushers, which they do. Best in the league. Okay. With that being said, that gives you an opportunity on the back end to play Two deep zone, two deep man, four deep zone, four deep man, one deep. You can do whatever. You can double, guys. You can do whatever you want back there if you can get pressure with four. So they're going to have a good plan, I think. For That's why, Danny, I don't think it will be 50 points scored between the two. That's just my opinion.
0: So that's Dave Wanstead with us earlier in the week. It's good stuff. And so him and I are on opposite sides of how high scoring this game is going to be and on who is going to To win the game, and admittedly, you know, I I have some rooting interest, like I said, in the Chiefs. But I think the more I've thought about the game, and obviously it could go either way. It's a Super Bowl, it's a one and a half point spread, as close to a toss-up as you're going to get. But how the Eagles win is fairly easy to see to me. They keep Pat Mahomes on the sideline because they're the number one rush team in the NFL. Their ability with the zone read, with the four-grade offensive linemen, with Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, Gainwell, Boston Scott, they just beat people up. They've had games this year where they've gotten 200-plus rushing yards just on zone read plays. So they are a juggernaut of a running team. And the Chiefs are more of a pass rush, sack the quarterback type of defense. Not as stout. But if you just think about who's played who, the Eagles have beaten up on the inferior conference and by far an inferior schedule. It's kind of wild. Because I get how people say, you can... Only beat who's in front of you. That's true. Just listen to their schedule this year. Lions, Vikings, Commanders, Jaguars, and Jaguars in week four. Cardinals, Cowboys, Steelers. Texans, Commanders, Colts, Packers, Titans, Giants. Bears, Cowboys, Saints, Giants. And then they got the Giants again in the playoffs. And then they got the Niners. So what do I make of that? Not a lot of good teams. The Niners, obviously, a very good team. But they didn't have a quarterback who could throw the ball forward. Tends to be a bit of a disadvantage. When they played good quarterbacks or good offenses, 38-35 against the Lions. One of the two Cowboys games, they lost and gave up 40, 40 40-34. The Packers scored 33 on them, and Rodgers didn't even play the whole game. Jordan Love got into that one. It is a potential paper tiger situation where they have beaten up on terrible offenses and terrible quarterbacks. And again, I think the team is good. It's a, it's a very deep roster. they got four defensive linemen with double-digit sacks. They've got all pros and pro bowlers at basically every level of the team, except their linebacking core, by the way. But it's a great roster. But it's a great roster that beat up on bad teams. Meanwhile, the Chiefs, if you just think about how challenged they've been this year, two teams they played in the postseason, Jaguars and Bengals. They also played in the regular season. So two against Burrow, two against Trevor Lawrence, two against Justin Herbert. They played the Niners earlier in the year, McCaffrey's first game, and they played Buffalo. So they played the best quarterbacks in the NFL, the best teams in the NFL, and they went 14-3. So I just think one team is much, much more battle-tested. And the injury stuff, they had no one on the injury report this week. So while I assume Mahomes is not 100%, he was pretty damn effective in the last game against Cincy. Nothing to save him for in this spot, so if they need to do the old Toradol injection, he'll he'll be good to go. I think that Mahomes and Reed... Is the coach and quarterback advantage. Both teams are healthy, and the Chiefs have been more tested over the course of the postseason and the course of 17 games. Makes me lean toward the team that can throw the ball over the team that's going to run the ball. It's a passing league. And Andy Reid with two weeks to prepare, it's a pretty big advantage. And the last time we saw the Chiefs in the Super Bowl against a great pass rush in Tampa – the Chiefs did not have a real offensive line. I mean, they went out and used multiple draft picks on offensive linemen. They signed two offensive linemen, including the highest-paid guard Joe Thune in the NFL. Orlando Brown at this point is going to be franchise tag for a second year in a row. That report came out uh, yesterday from ESPN, so you could cross him off your Bears wish list, assuming that report is accurate. So now they got a franchise tag uh, left tackle. They have a Pro Bowl center and they have an all-pro guard. So the offensive line is significantly improved from where it was when a lot of people are comparing it to the Tampa Super Bowl. I think this game actually of the chief Super Bowls that we've seen in the last five years, I think it's more reminiscent of when they played the Niners the first time. And that game obviously could have gone either way, but a team that is really good on the D-line and runs the ball but you've got questions about their quarterback so in terms of stylistically I think this game is more like the Chiefs Niners Super Bowl than the Chiefs Bucks Super Bowl so I expect a close game I'll bet on the team with the better coach better quarterback that's been more tested but it's going to be a fun show. Thank you for being with us. 312-644-6767. The concept is I talk football with you and my friends, the Parkins Playoff Show. Coming up next, my co-host, one of my older friends, Andrew Filipponi. not in terms of age, in terms of how long I've known the guy. Those uh, afternoons in Pittsburgh, he spent all week out in Arizona, has some great stories from that. We do first and pod together twice a week. You should subscribe, rate, review, but... Andrew Filippone, first up on the Parkins Playoff Show, 670 The Score.
2: We're back live with more of the Parkins Playoff Show with your host, Danny Parkins, live on the Odyssey app and 670 The Score in Odyssey Station.
4: He's a great
5: guy, a great person, and he works extremely hard. Um, He wants to be the best. And as a coach, you go, what more can you ask for um, uh, AND HE HANDLES HIMSELF THE RIGHT WAY. HE HANDLES HIMSELF THE RIGHT WAY IN THE LOCKER ROOM AND WITH THE FRONT OFFICE AND THE COACHES. AND THAT'S A TOUGH THING TO DO, AND STILL KEEP THAT LOCKER ROOM CLOSE. HE'S BEEN, he's been ABLE TO DO THAT.
0: THAT'S ANDY REED TALKING ABOUT HIS QUARTERBACK, PAT MAHOMES. IT'S AMAZING. THE COACH-QUARTERBACK PARTNERSHIP SO STRONG, NO ONE IS EVEN CONSIDERING. Hey, Andy, you going to ride off into the sunset if you win this game? Because he'd be insane to retire because he's got the best football player in the world as his quarterback in his absolute prime. Three of the last five Super Bowls, five straight AFC championship games, and on the verge of an unquestioned dynasty. Joining us now on the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline, Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. concept of these Parkins playoff shows is simple. I talk football with my friends on days where there are NFL, NFL playoff games. So, Super Bowl Sunday, fairly big NFL playoff game. So, we're going to be joined now by my buddies from college, afternoon host in Pittsburgh on our Odyssey station out there, 93.7 The Fan, and also the co-host of the very popular and successful First and Pod, Andrew Filipponi. What up, Pony?
2: Danny, do they make you do this show during the entire playoff run?
0: Yeah, this is the is fourth week? Uh, Yeah, this is the fourth Sunday I've done this show. Yes, sir.
2: They must be paying it well. They must be paying you well to do an extra shift on Sundays during the playoffs, I'll say that.
0: Yeah, you know it, is it, that it it's a, it, it's a it's a it's a good gig, uh no question, and it's worth it and I just I'm going to take the take the show money from here and deposit it right into the Old Rivers account to (laughs) double down, triple down on the Chiefs. Are you emboldened with your Eagles pick after everybody that you talked to out in Arizona this week?
2: Uh, I saw a fake Andy Reid, and it was a double take. It's incredible, this guy in Kansas City who looks not only exactly like Andy Reid, but chews gum the same way, waddles the same way, has the same cadence when he talks, has a Chiefs replica Super Bowl ring. He somehow got into Radio Row. It was wild, Danny. So I did talk to him for a hot second. Um, Am I emboldened by the Eagles pick? Yeah, but isn't there late line movement this morning on Kansas City? Isn't Kansas City, we had talked about this on First and Pod, that there might be some late money that came in on, on Kansas City if they got a good injury report, and they did. Everyone is off. There's no injury designation to their wide receivers and corners. They're all going to play, and I think the line has moved this morning. Is that right?
0: I still see Try one that, and right? a half uh, in in okay. most spots, but it's 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 not going it, to. It won't kick it two and a half. It'll kick it one or one and a half. Is, is yeah, my it got guess. to
2: even at some points yesterday on certain books and had gone to pick them in spots. Uh, no, I still like Philadelphia. I think Philly's been the most complete team, the best team all season long. The two questions with them seem to be who did they beat, their strength of schedule, and what's going on with Jalen Hurts' shoulder. Those seem to be the two questions facing them for Kansas City for me, it's can they block the Eagles' front seven? Can they prevent Hassan Reddick and guys like that from going off today? And can the Chiefs' defense stop the Eagles' run game, which I don't think they can. That,
0: to me, is the biggest one, <laughs> Pony. Like, I, the pass rush of the Eagles, Omar, be quiet. The pass rush of the Eagles. You're home. Wait
2: a minute, you get to do this from home? Yeah. Oh, my God, is this an incredible show opportunity that you have here. You don't work, you get paid an amazing hourly rate. Good for you, brother. (laughs) All right, you were saying.
3: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, yeah. (laughs)
0: That really gave it away there how good the gig is uh, (laughs) when the talk is to get thrown out of the room. No, uh, I think that the... That an Andy Reid game plan, with two weeks to prepare, with Mahomes' mobility, with the fact that the Chiefs' offensive line is so improved over how we saw in that Super Bowl against Tampa, like the Eagles' pass rush will be a factor. But I don't think it's going to be a crazy factor. I think it's in play that the Chiefs just simply don't stop the Eagles running the ball. Like I don't, I can't really see the Chiefs blowing out the Eagles, but I could see the Eagles blowing out the Chiefs. If the Chiefs just simply can't tackle Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders and their rush defense has gotten a little better over the course of the year, but they also haven't played any teams that really run the ball. It's kind of remarkable like if you look through the Chiefs' schedule, it's all great quarterbacks, good passing offenses. They've definitely been tested. The only team that kind of plays like San Francisco, uh, the, the Eagles is the Niners, and they played them in uh, McCaffrey's first game. So I have no idea if the Chiefs are up to this challenge uh, stopping the run.
2: I felt like if the Jaguars wanted to, they could have run ETN successfully in that divisional round game. Yep. But it kind of got away from them, and they couldn't really stop Kansas City even when Henny was in the game, and they went on that 98-yard scoring drive. But I felt like that was a favorable, match- favorable matchup for them. You know, I I think it'll be interesting where Spagnolo puts Chris Jones the majority of the defensive snaps. We know that he's going to move him around. It reminds me of when Spagnolo was the Giants – defensive coordinator in Super Bowl 42, and he had Justin Tuck, and he would use him at tackle, and he would use him at end, and he would move him up and down that defensive line, and I would anticipate that he would do that again today. You know, the interesting thing, Danny, when I was out there, I was talking to your dear friend, Dr. David Chow, a (laughs) little bit about this game, and he said the injury by far that is the biggest concern, way more than Hurts' shoulder way more than Mahomes' ankle is Lane Johnson's groin. He really thinks that there's a chance Johnson doesn't manage to get through the game, and he thinks that that's the weakest link for the Eagles' offensive line is having a Lane Johnson, who's at, like, 50% at best. So, does Spagnuolo move Chris Jones over to Lane Johnson's side? And if he does, are the Eagles that able to run the ball up the middle on the Chiefs? I talked to... People from your old station, 610 Sports in Kansas City, you cover the Chiefs religiously, and by the way, one of their hosts got this neurovirus that's going around, had to stay in his room for two days in Phoenix, and said, I quote, have the worst case of explosive diarrhea I've ever had in my life.
0: Good morning. He said that. That's disgusting.
2: Yes, he, had, he had that. Boomer Esiason had it. They had to miss the show. Jeff Schwartz had it, which... The Jeff Schwartz visual is probably the most repulsive, but um, (laughs) the the guys in Kansas City are fairly convinced that if Jones played end, the other Chiefs defensive tackles could stop Philadelphia from just having a field day, from running it up the gut, but I'm less convinced. I think that's kind of a homer take, but yeah, yeah, I, I think...
0: No, that, 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 that is a ma- that is a massive uh, chess piece there, and the Wayne Johnson news would be huge because, man, both teams are presenting like they are just totally healthy heading into the game, which obviously you, you hope for it in the Super Bowl. Well, he
2: re he re-tore it, and the other thing that uh, Chow mentioned, which was more of a football argument because he must have talked to other ex-players and offensive linemen and stuff while he was there, was like, the games were in Philly in the playoffs, so with the home crowd, like you know, you knew when you'd like he got an extra half second. He knew the snap count and everything. Like that was an advantage for him playing at home, neutral site. I think there'll probably be a, there'll probably be a few more Eagles fans there, the Chiefs fans, but I think it'll be pretty split. And I don't think he'll have the same advantage. Now, these refs have let these false start penalties go the entire playoffs, so maybe he still gets an early jump on things, but he brought that up like he thought Lane Johnson could be a guy who comes out of the game. Now, their backup tackle, Dillard's a former first-round pick. and is isn't a bad player, but he's not the best right tackle in football like Lane Johnson is when he's healthy.
0: Andrew Filipponi is our guest, first in pod. You can listen to us, chop it up. We'll be uh, recording an episode tonight. After the presentation of the Lombardi Trophy, it'll be ready for you for your Monday morning com- commute. Get it wherever you get your podcast. If you do it on the Odyssey app, though, you got to spell it 1ST ampersand pod. Uh, you also spoke to Justin Fields when you were out in Arizona. What, what, was, your, what was your impression of uh, the superstar quarterback of the Chicago Bears? Uh,
2: I liked him a lot. I thought he was pretty chill. He said that his worst nightmare would be playing in Green Bay, which yeah. is paraphrasing a little bit and taking a little bit of liberty with the quote, but I just – his facial expression when he said it, talking about there being absolutely nothing to do there and it being such a boring-ass city, came through. But – and I know he said this other places in some uh, some way, some uh, some variation of this, but I asked him about the – first round pick stuff and if it was just media that was presenting the scenario hypothetical of the Bears drafting a quarterback one and trading him and he kind of like laughed about how the media basically will sensationalize anything but then I was like okay but what do you really think about it and he said it's it's, he did not. He did not sound like a guy. Danny. Let me put it this way. Justin Fields did not sound like a player who has assurances from the Bears that they wouldn't entertain taking the quarterback there. Like I think there's some world. There's some. You know, there there could have been a potential scenario in which they sat down with him very early in the offseason and just said, "Look, just to like put your mind at ease." You're our guy. We're not going to use that pick on a quarterback. We'll trade it or we'll pick somebody else. And he just made it seem to me like that hasn't happened. Like there's been communication. He said that a few times about, but I didn't get the impression that um, that they've had that conversation. The other thing he said, which I thought was interesting, I don't know if he said this anywhere else. He made it sound to me like he is going to try to recruit some of these wide receivers who might want traded. He told us that he wouldn't, like, go on social media and say to DeAndre Hopkins, hey, like like eyeball emoji kind of thing. But he did say that he anticipates that he's going to reach out to the guy privately this offseason about playing for the Bears, which I thought was good.
0: That's fantastic. So. I mean, because... Because as you know, Chase Claypool is no wide receiver one. You got him up close and personal. Congratulations, by the way, on the 32nd pick. Or
2: three. Yes, or two or three. What a terrible trade. I tried to warn you guys when that trade happened. I went on Mully and Haw, but they just talked down to me. They don't do a traditional morning show. I thought I was going on zany, fun, sports talk morning show, and I got interrogated. (laughs) <laughs> like it was an episode of friggin' Night Court, Danny. I, did you
0: did you, ho- did you hold up well under guys.
2: interrogation, Pony? Did you listen back to it. How do you think I did? I think I got them upset at me. They seemed like they were never going to have me back on. I got that. I got that kind of came through to me. I don't that think would I was their sp- kind of guest. I don't think yeah, they wanted challenged would not- by somebody.
0: Yeah, we probably should have just put you on afternoons, even though you do the show then. But, you know, I get enough of you, man, twice a week during the podcast. It, it's fine. All right, give me one more bet. We're on the over together. I know that. But give me give me one more bet that you like for the Super Bowl. All
2: right. So I have to say I stole this one. Okay. I say there's a little bit of – if I didn't give attribution here, it would be take plagiarism. Uh, we have Chad Millman – from the Action Network on our FanDuel show. And he hit me off to one that I don't think – I mean, there's so many bets on FanDuel that I had not seen it listed. Leading rusher in the game, Miles Sanders is plus money. I think he's like plus 110. I love that bet. I think that's a great bet. I don't see anybody on Kansas City leading the game in rushing yards. It won't be Pacheco. It won't be McKinnon. He's usually he's mostly a pass blocking running back, an extra blocker back there. I don't see it being Gainwell. Scott is just the guy that gets touches in the back, uh, uh, near the goal line or gets passes thrown to him. What about Hertz? I guess the only guy that Hurts would be the only other guy, and I think the stat was in the 15 games that they played together, Sanders like. Out rushed him in like eleven of fifteen or thirteen of fifteen, something like that. Danny, like almost always, had a higher total than Hurts, so I don't know. I, I'm not saying he's going to get do 120 yards. He's going to be like Timmy Smith against Denver in Super Bowl 22, but. I like that one a lot.
0: I don't know about you, but I that, I do, I, I do too. I'm trying to I'm trying to money. find it. There's a, there's so many bets like you mentioned, but the idea of him being plus money uh, feels very yeah. good, and that that's why you got to just like literally. I mean, there's like four thousand bets. It's like a side job to actually go through and figure like team to convert the first first down of the game. Team with less net yards wins the game. Like well, they they they've thought of everything, which is why. Some
2: say it's the and Super and Bowl also, of gambling. And I will also bet on a safety in this game. I always do that. I always throw a little safety bet in there. We've seen safeties like the first play with Denver in Seattle. There was a safety in Bills, Giants back in the day. There was a safety in uh, Giants, Patriots, the second one when Brady got called for uh, intentional grounding. When he threw the ball downfield, there was nobody there, not even close. So, I like them. I I always like a safety prop in the Super Bowl for some reason.
0: Yeah, got to do it. Always get Uh, long odds. You're
2: you're right. Plus 110 for Miles Sanders. Just found it.
0: Most rushing yards in the game.
2: Also, one more. Little birdie. Chris Stapleton under on the national anthem. Let me get that out there for everybody. Under.
0: You got inside information, too, on Gronk uh, and his kick, right?
2: Yes. Yeah, it's not at the stadium. It's in a high school. Okay. An an off-site kid. There won't be be as many butterflies.
0: All right, that's big news. That's big news. All right, brother. All right, man, enjoy enjoy the game. game. We'll talk tonight. See ya. Thank you. That's Andrew Filippone, first in pod. He's absolutely hilarious. Dude's a grinder, watches every game. Afternoons in Pittsburgh, him and I go way back. Very much appreciate Pony Uh, hopping on the show Carrington Harrison Old Coast in Kansas City will join us coming up at nine o'clock we can hear some of what uh, Justin Fields had to say out there at Radio Row he's being grilled he's being grilled about the quarterback situation here's the thing if it's Bryce Young I just don't see it I mean the the Cardinals can't find a coach to coach Kyler Murray I think people are going to shy away a little bit in terms of league consensus on small quarterbacks so Uh, Justin Fields is going to be the Bears quarterback week one next year. Shock me if it isn't. It's the Parkins Playoff Show on 670 The Score.
2: We're back live with more of the Parkins Playoff Show with your host, Danny Parkins, live on the Odyssey app and 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. As a dynamic dual threat QB, how much appreciation do you have respect for Jalen Hurts in his game? Yeah. As you watch him.
4: I mean, he's awesome. And I think, you know, one thing that, you know, I – see from him uh it's his leadership you know how he leads that team how he carries himself you know within that team uh it's it's awesome to see and just the amount of people that doubted him you know after a second year first second year it's just he didn't worry about any of that outside noise he just you know kept his head down and work. And you know i'm it's it's awesome to see him you know uh how much success he had this year so um great to see him and kind of you know him grow because i mean i've i've been playing with him for or I've been training with him for a couple of years now. So, you know, I've seen, you know, the type of person he is, the type of works he put in. It's just awesome to see that, you know, he's at this point and has this amazing opportunity. That was
0: Justin Fields this week with Jim Rome talking about Jalen Hurts. Thank you for being with us on the Parkins Playoff Show. 670, the score by my man Sean Sears producing. We'll talk to radio host in Kansas City for the Chiefs breakdown and his insight into Pat Mahomes coming up in 10 minutes. Texas says, Parkins, you're the only one who thinks Andy Reid's retiring. No, my point is that nobody thinks he's retiring because of how strong the bond is between coach and quarterback. But normally, you have a 64-year-old head coach in the Super Bowl. At least the question would be asked, hey, if you win, are you going to consider you know riding off into the sunset? And I know Pete Carroll's in his you know he's 71, Bel- Belichick's 70, but no reason for Andy Reid to stop anytime soon. He's got Pat Mahomes, but Justin Fields was asked a ton of questions about the Bears. I think it's 95% that he'll be their quarterback week one of next year, and I 100% want him to be, but weird things happen, and having the number one pick is a rarity, so here he is with Rich Eisen. Talking about the situation that he finds himself in
4: and how he's navigating it.
3: Are you ready for people to start questioning whether you're the the quarterback of the Chicago Bears? next I mean, year? I mean,
4: I am. Uh, I think they've you know they already been you know saying that. So uh, you know um, how I look at it is just you know controlling the controllables. Um, you know, no matter you know what happens, you know, with me, um, you know. I can control what I can control and that's how I approach the game that's how I you know train for the game and you know how I carry myself you know within the game so it's just you know those three aspects to where you know I kind of just have to you know look myself in the mirror and kind of say what can I control and you know if it it is what it is and you know just 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 move on and you know be the best quarterback I can be and you know now now's the time where I've been you know trying to grow personally spiritually as a quarterback so I mean I've, I've, you know, grown a lot these, these past, you know, few weeks in the off season. Well,
3: I, I want to front load the rest of this conversation with you knowing, and uh, I'm, I'm, you know, there is an I in my first and last name, mm-hmm. and I am a, an on-air individual, so yeah. uh, I have an ego, but I, <laughs> I, I don't suspect you will know what I've said about this subject matter mm-hmm. beforehand. I think the Bears would be. Absolutely insane yeah. to trade you yeah. and choose somebody who's not done it yet, even though it's somebody who I'm sure you know well in Stroud. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't, they'd be nuts to do that. Yeah. But there's the, the whole due diligence thing that the Bears are going to have to do with the first overall pick or yeah. say that just in case somebody thinks yeah. that they might go in the direction of a rookie quarterback so mm-hmm. they could get the most out of trading that pick and keep you. Did, have they spoken to you about their draft strategy
4: at all? Um, yeah, no, not really. Uh, you know, after the season, we had our exit meetings, and you know, talked a little bit about that. Talked about you know what you know they could have done as a, what we could have done in the building uh, to improve. You mm-hmm. know, just the facility and stuff like that, and you know what I need to work on in the off season. So uh, it was a good exit meeting, and um, you know, just just looking forward to, of course, getting together with my guys this off season, getting better with them, and you know, looking forward to uh, training camp too. But
3: obviously, that's just a day after learning that they have the first overall. It is. Session. Election I mean yeah. and they're gonna start digging into this thing mm-hmm. um, do you want them to tell you if they're bringing in a kid to work out or you want to be kept up to speed on this oh yeah Justin? for sure
4: I think you know everybody uh, would, would love honesty in the uh, process so um, I would definitely you know like to know that and you know I, it's a it's a business so I you know totally understand um, no hard feelings but you know like I said I control what I can control and control my work ethic control how I you know carry myself each and every day.
3: But you've, don't you think you've already proven your worth as the quarterback I mean, of the Bears? You just
4: rolled your eyes a little bit. Uh, but I, I figured I'm
3: going to ask a question I know the answer I to, think, but I want to hear it. Yeah, I mean, I think,
4: you know, I've shown a little bit, but I don't think I've shown uh, the world what I can do in terms of, you know, playing the full quarterback position and playing it consistently, you know. Mm-hmm. I think there were, you know, sometimes this year where, you know, I was better than others, you know, late... The, like my last game of the season against the Lions, that 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 wasn't a good game. So just being more consistent, you know, for my teammates, for my coaches, and, you know, f- f- for the fan base. So uh, you know, once I do that, once I you know just keep progressing and keep getting better, then I'll be good.
3: But they have just to put a, a button on this part of the conversation. You have not heard from anyone in the Bears. This is our plan. We will keep you up to speed. We'll let you know if we have kids at the quarterback position to mm-hmm. come in and work out because I think they're going to have to do that to be honest with you to make yeah. sure that people think they could potentially replace you to get as much as they want for the first overall pick or just get a defender to go to battle on the other side of the ball for you.
4: Yeah, I mean Justin. not for sure. I, I I haven't had those conversations. Okay. You know, I think they take a look at, you know, free agency first and then I think, you know, now they're probably starting to prep for the draft stuff. So uh but uh haven't had you know conversations like that.
0: So I would be shocked if the Bears hadn't communicated a little bit more than Justin is tipping his hand with there that would shock me but he seems to be so poised and comfortable with all of it he knows they're not moving on from him and he knows that he'll be just fine if they do but there's no way that the bears haven't told him a little bit more than that you can hear the super bowl right here on the score big game coverage on the score presented by soda weight loss that's s o t a visit soda weight loss Dot com. The Chiefs as a dynasty. It would be two wins, three Super Bowl appearances, five AFC Championship games. The context of Andy Reid as a coach, Mahomes as a quarterback. What's at stake for the stars on the Kansas City side of the ball? He does afternoons in Kansas City. He's an old friend of mine. Carrington Harrison next on the Parkins Playoff Show on
1: the Score.